to another exciting adventure of Tales from the Attic. I'm your host, Donnie Salvo. <laughs> Did I say another exciting adventure? Well, why not? What the hell? So, welcome to Tales from the Attic. If you're new here, this is what we do. I go in my attic, I reach in my long box, I grab a random comic book, and guess what we do? We go through it together. Sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's entertaining. Well, I have to say, most of the time it's entertaining. The funny part is, eh, that's up to you and your sense of humor. Don't put pressure on me. I'm just kidding. I'm just playing. So, before we get into the comic, let's take a look at our sponsor. (gasps) Our sponsor? Why, it's none other than Nothing's On. Nothing's On Podcast. Yes. It's it's where me, myself, and Daryl Taylor from every other podcast out there, we get together every week, and we talk about what we like on TV and what we didn't like on TV. And it's fun. Go to nothingson.wordpress.com. And, and we're on I, the iTunes. So go check it out. Go do it. Go on. It's fun. Daryl and I have a good time doing that. And we hope you have a good time listening. So go so go there. Get that. And do that there. Thing with the... Yeah. And guess what? Guess where we're going today? Richard Dragon. Kung Fu Fighter. Number 15. From June 1977. I was four. So there. No one sent me an email. I don't know. If you like this. So... Um, there we go. This one's called the Axe Man. And it's not spring. No, this is February, and a fine powdery snow muffles the city's clamor. Still, the softer emotions can thrive in cold climates. There's an African-American man and woman. He says, I tell you, Janie Dahl, I'm scared. You, Ben, big tough kung fu man. Afraid of meeting my father? And they're making out in the front stoop. And the door opens and... There's her father. Oh, Daddy, this is... And he says, the young fellow you've been telling me about, Ben Turner? And he goes, uh, pleased to meet you, sir. And they go inside and he's all, sit down and talk, Ben. I, You have a question to ask me, right? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. What's he going to ask her father? What's he going to ask her father? Is it what I think it is? Oh, my God. 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 And he, he's all, yes, sir. J- Jane has become more to me than just one of my martial arts students. And all of a sudden, he's getting, like, sweaty and whatnot. And he's like, I'd like her, that is, uh, marry her her and there's a silhouette outside the window and boom all of a sudden this big muscular Chinese dude comes flying through the the in a gi with motorcycle boots and a string with an axe on it just an axe blade not not like he didn't tie a piece of rope to to a wooden uh axe handle with an axe you know what I'm saying so it was just an axe blade and he has a rope tied around it and he comes smashing in and he knocks over the lamp and the, and the father's like, you! And he goes, yes, the axe man, Mr. Lewis. I'm the axe man. <clears throat> and he goes, I've come to eliminate a bothersome problem. Namely you! 
man, and all of a sudden, Ben comes flying with a super crazy jumping sidekick, and he goes, you're forgetting something, and he kicks the dude in the face. And this is the 70s, man, so you know he was wearing those high heel shoes. And he goes, namely me. And all of a sudden, he ain't sweaty or nervous anymore. And he goes, axe on a rope, a kung fu weapon, and a mean one. No matter, though. And he did that Johnny Cage step-in sidekick, got dude in the chest. And he goes, I've been taught a technique or two for handling it. And he goes, uh, I detect a bit of, of weariness on your part. Mixed with surprise. Weren't expecting opposition, huh? <laughs> and then the axe man says, yes, I am surprised. And your kicks have dismayed me. Ha ha. But I am, I too am capable of surprises. Ha ha. And he swings his axe, man. And Ben says, Janie, watch out. And you hear, Ugh! and the And the axe goes by her stomach. And he's all, Janie! And he says, where's the filthy? And he's by her side. And the father's just like, he, he's gone. And there's ambulances and they're carrying out a corpse. And, uh, and, and, and then running down the street comes Richard Dragon. And he goes, Ben! And Ben's all, oh, hi, Rich. Richard Dragon, this is, this is Luke Lewis. And he goes, and Richard Dragon says, I heard I heard about Jane on the radio. I'm very sorry. Is there anything I could do? And, he, and the father says, yes, perhaps it is. Today, today isn't the first time I've seen this axe man. He's a, been a plague on my life. I'm a security chief at a large Connecticut shipyard. <gasps> I know which one he's talking about. I live in Connecticut. I know what he's talking about. See, it's over by the... <laughs> After talking further with the government, uh, I don't remember what large Connecticut shipyard that is. Anyway, um, and he says, lately we've been working on a top secret submarine for the Navy. And uh, he says, planes of the, of, of the sub have been missing. They've been stolen. And the axe man has something to do with it. And he goes, I saw him on the premises last week, but I couldn't catch him. And he's got a mo- he goes. It's a top secret submarine they're working on for the government. But he has a model of it on his mantle. And he just pulls it off the mantle. And he's like, this is the top secret submarine we're working on. Look, see here? You can see the little weapons port. And you could fit a, a Star Wars action figure here. And and he goes, uh, I have no idea how he gets on and off our lot. Except that it has something to do with you. With, with the Asian fighting arts. If you could try and penetrate our defenses, perhaps, perhaps. Perhaps or perhaps, whatever you want. We'd learn how he manages and be able to nail him. And so, um, <laughs> he, uh, Ben says, you've got yourself a deal. And Richard Dragon says, I'm in too. And so, that's what they do. But they have to go home first because they have to get ready. And so, uh, Rich is sword fighting with Lady Shiva after uh, here's the thing that's weird man alright this dude was gonna ask for Janie's uh, hand in marriage and she just got murdered and he goes home and he goes to sleep and he cries but he's ready to break into a top secret shipyard and Richard Dragon goes and he and he meditates in front of Buddha and then the next morning, uh, sorry, that's when Richard Dragon is, um, 
he's working out with Lady Shiva, and they're using the ninja swords. And he goes, Ben, to get inside the shipyard, we're going to have to use ninja techniques. And it's been years since I worked out with a ninja sword. So I called Shiva. And uh, and she said, well, though I'm not fully recovered from my injury, see last issue, I offered to help Richard sharpen his blade technique. Small joke. I guess she got stabbed. I don't know. And he's like, real small. And he goes, Rich, give me that cutter. Remember, I'm in this game, too. My sh- swordsmanship isn't up to par, either. Let's get to it, lady. So, they practice. Then they get into an RV. And they in in a, in a Winnebago, no less. And they drive <laughs> to Connecticut. And, uh... <laughs> and, uh... They change into their ninja costume. And they change... And, and you know how... The, they said it's nearly midnight, time for us to move. And so they slip on the Shinobi Shosuku, the black costumes of the ninja, the most dreaded spies and assassins of the world. And they go into the shipyard, and you know it's a top secret shipyard because there's a huge sign under a light that says no trespassing. That's how you know they're not supposed to be there. And then within moments, they're at the border of the shipyard using the Nuki Ashi the stealthy step that enables them to glide like shadows. And from beneath his jacket, Ben takes out a folding ladder and throws it. And it gets caught up on a spike that's on top of this wall. And they climb. And they get to the top. And uh, the guards are alerted. And they said, sensor show movement in the northern perimeter. You're not ninjas. Ninjas, you would they would have never found a ninja. Never found a ninja, man. So they run out, and it's all dark, and they go, can't see a thing. Me neither, but those electronic gizmos say there's something there. I'm going to pump off a few shots at random. (laughs) But before you could do that, a ninja flies out and kicks him in the face and knocks him out, and then he's gone again. And there's just that other soldier, and he's all nervous, and then boom, a punch to his face. But before, but and then he falls, and he drops his gun, and the gun shoots off a shot, and then... You hear, hey, get him. And, and, and they're like, bad news. That shot will bring the whole bunch down on our gentle heads. And he goes, at least I can throw him down. And he says, by dropping a handful of Tetsubishi. And then those are the small little uh, razor objects that you've seen in 100 Ninja movies. And so they're run- the soldiers are running, and they're, they're all s- <laughs> jumping on one foot because those things penetrated their boot soles and stuck them in the foot. And they're all hurting now. And then they come out of the shadows, and then there's another group of soldiers, and they go, I see them. They're exactly where we were told they'd be. What? Wait a minute. And, and then one of them says, don't let them reach the ship. And uh, they say, oh, no, more soldiers. And, and Rick's like, you know the drill. And then all of a sudden, they're gone. And the soldier's like, I could have sworn they went down this way. And he's like, it's a dead end. They use climbing claws and they're hanging on to the wall. Oh. And there's... <laughs> Richard Dragon says, I'm glad the O-sensei included ninja training in our courses. O-sensei. That means their teacher. But he must have been Irish. He's like, O-sensei. O-sensei. Oh, tar 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 First you take the shillelagh. But dur 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 then they get down he's like Ben I've doped out this whole caper we're being played for suckers we've got to get to that model sub 
or Janie's killer will escape forever. So they're running down this dock and they see it. And he and 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 uh Rick says to Ben, he's like he's like, forget trying to sneak past, man. We can't waste a second. So they just run straight up and punch these dudes in the face. And then there's there's this crazy guard that comes at Richard Dragon with a bayonet, and he goes, "I ain't scared nobody since them gooks and Nam. I'm gonna enjoy this. Come on, pull your blade." And he goes, "That won't be necessary." And dude, he just turned around and kicked him in the throat, and then karate chopped him in the face, and he was unconscious. And Ben, he's on top of the ship, and all of a sudden you hear from behind, "We meet again, eh?" And at the sound of the grating voice, Ben freezes. Briefly, and he relives the horror of Janie's Janie's slaying that he really no one seemed really that upset about. I don't know why, but they didn't. And he and he turns around, and his eyes is fixed on his most hated enemy that he met six pages ago. And he says, "Care to try your luck?" And Ben is pissed off like you wouldn't believe. And the axe man is swinging his rope with his axe blade on it and and Ben runs at him and the axe man whips the axe at Ben and he's all and so what happened Ben goes and he ducks uh, I mean he goes to block and and the the rope wrapped around his arm but then the top of the axe blade hit him in the back of the head and smashes into his skull brutally quote unquote and the axe man says he's out and then a voice from over says, wait until we're in deep water and then dump him. <gasps> They're going to kill. They're going to kill Ben. They're going to kill him. He's going to die. He's going to kill Ben. And then, with no other s- sound than gentle lapping of waves against her hull, the submarine eases away from her moorings. And then Richard Dragon, man, he's he's just in the middle of running. He's changing out of his ninja gear. And he's into his, his red shirt with his black belt. But... This is weird, man, right? <laughs> he's re- taking off his ninja suit. He's still got the sword on, right? And it shows him taking off so he's in his co- regular, you know, Richard Dragon pants, whatever. Sword never left his side. He he took off the pants and the shirt and everything. The sword, still there. And he jumps. And he's on top of the submarine. And the axe man says, you are Dragon? And he goes, don't pretend you know me. We can cut the act. Oh, he says, don't pretend you don't know me. We could cut the act. Sorry about that. And then his fingers go to his necklace with a jade claw around his neck. And his humanity deserts him. And he becomes his namesake. Fierce, courageous, and supremely dangerous. And the axe man swings his roped axe at him. And he jumps in the air. And he pulls his sword and he cuts the rope. And the axe man said, it's it's not possible what you did. What? You cut a rope, dude. If he could cut a, if cutting a rope makes you a ninja, man, I am Lee Van Cleef. I am the master. I can cut a rope like nobody's business. Anyway, so the axe means like in all kinds, of, and he goes, "I'm curious. Does your kung fu ex- ability extend to unarmed combat? Combat?" And axe man says, "Indeed, it does." And he kicks him in the face, and he goes, "But you fight, but not well. You are clumsy and predictable." And he blocks it, and then he blocks another one, and then he turns around, and he gives him a side kick to the face. And he goes, I tire your ineptness. Ooh. And then a blur, the dragon pivots and lands a blow-crushing heel kick. And then a rock-hard hand finishes it. And he knocks him out. 
And he said, and then he, he's yelling at the top of the submarine. Richard Dragon says, show yourself, Lewis. And and it's Janie's father, Mr. Lewis. And he's like, you, you guessed? And he goes, no guess. Your guards were prepared for us. You were the only one who knew we were coming. It was all a ruse. We distracted your attention. Uh, we distracted attention while you stole the ship. The story about the missing plans, the attack in your living room, everything was one gigantic hoax. And he says, I didn't intend for Janie to die. No, nor am I happy our respective partners must now die along with you. I'm submerging. And all of a sudden... The sub is going down. He goes, and I'm bidding you farewell. And the sub, like a giant sea beast, slips deep into the sea. But what about Ben? What about Richard? What? All of a sudden, the sun's coming up. And out of the water comes Richard Dragon. <gasps> and he's dragging Ben behind him. And he stands gazing over at the water and vows silently, I'll get you, Lewis. No matter where you hide, Janie will be avenged next issue the chase and the return of the dragon's deadliest foe dun dun da awesome that was an awesome little kung fu adventure it was it was they they really skipped over the part though of, of a guy the the Janie dying they didn't really, they didn't really deal with the emotion of that issue if this uh, 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 bendis could have made that part alone five issues but anyway Thanks for joining me on this adventure of Tales from the Attic. I said adventure again. I did. I like it. And uh, you can reach me by emailing me at Donnie, D-O-N-N-Y, Salvo, S-A-L-V-O, all one word, at yahoo.com. Okay? Give me suggestions for books. Let me know how you like the show. If you don't like the show, whatever. You do whatever you want. And go check out Nothing's On, the Nothing's On podcast on iTunes. And nothing's on dot wordpress dot com. How do you like that? Me and Daryl Taylor, man, going through television and whatnot. It's awesome. It's a lot of fun. So enjoy that podcast that I'm on. Well, after you enjoy this podcast that I'm on. So there you go. Thanks again for listening, and I will talk to you next time on Tales from the Attic. Bye bye. <laughs>